This is exactly right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forgive me for interrupting. I'm Bridger Weiniger, host of I Said No Gifts on Exactly Right. Each week, I invite my favorite people in comedy over to chat, and they always bring a gift. We're coming up on our 200th episode, and every episode is a gem. I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Babs Gray, and I just ate part of a doily because I thought it was cheese. <laughs> mm. uh, i'm brandy posey and i am horny for ombre walls on pinterest years old <laughs> i'm tess barker and what the fuck is wrong with people who don't eat candy every single day <laughs> and this is lady to lady can you keep a secret neither can we Candy in the morning, candy in the evening, candy at supper time. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even get to supper time. I'm like, candy in the afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) My brain, I'm going, candy candy on a... 4 p.m. candy. mm, Candy on a bagel. We could make it. (laughs) I would. You know, I don't really like, I'm not a lox fan, so I would do Swedish fish on a bagel instead. I feel like that would be delicious. I mean, if we were talking like a cinnamon raisin bagel. Cinnamon raisin bagel with a schmear and Swedish fish. Maybe your schmear, maybe instead of schmear, this is kind of outside the box, but what if we did peanut butter? Oh, mm. I don't oh, that's interesting. want to do that. <laughs> maybe a maybe a cookie butter or like an icing. Butter, no, Nutella. On Nutella. I kind of want it to be a non I like the I like to do the non-sweet like cream cheese with mm. the sweet on top. Okay. Like a savory yeah. cream we'll, cheese. We'll allow that. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll let it happen. I'm trying to think of yeah. what kind of schmear would, would pair well with a Swedish fish. Hmm. Um I think you gotta go plain. I'm going plain. I'm going plain. Yeah, yeah I think plain, plain is the move. I guess right? you could do a cinnamon, yeah, or something like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah. somebody make that and try it and let us know. Um, make that and try it. Hit us up. <laughs> Don't do that. You're not going to. Um, <laughs> but we might. Uh, <laughs> I'm. Uh, I will say I'm. Oh, oh my god, my microphone's gonna fall. Sorry, I got. Oh, really, <laughs> that was a big overreaction. <laughs> it was a I real slow mo- being attacked by a bug. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Your face was filled with fear. It was fear. Fear. (laughs) I was like, is a cat jumping at your face? Really over over the top. I was picturing like a giant moth flapping at you. (laughs) I just, this like, this like mic arm never wants to like fully stay on. So it's always kind of like, you know, threatening. And I guess it just really didn't like this this bagel idea. No, it's It's like. It's coming uh -uh. for me. 
you're mixing the sweet and savories too much. We can't have this. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of mixing sweet and savories, I made a grilled cheese recently that inside I put brie, mm-hmm. blueberries, and honey. Oh. Grilled that. that like that. Incredible. Really recommend. Nice. I will say, so we're, this episode's coming out the day after this happens, but I'm co-hosting a big watch party for the Vanderpump uh, Rules premiere season 11, and I'm making fried goat cheese balls for it, and I'm very excited with a honey sauce. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's what they serve at the One of the characters, Saucy, famously just can't resist the fried goat Obsessed with them, yeah. So, And every time she talks about them, I'm like, I do want to try those. I know. I'm very, I've found a few really good recipes. I'm excited. I'm making that. I'm making beer cheese, Mima's beer cheese, which is another thing. Just, you know, some fun, some fun apps. It's going to be exciting. Please tell me no, but are you going to have the ranch fountain? (laughs) I wish. That might be a yes. If you had seen me at 11 p.m. last night, (laughs) looking up Fountains. (laughs) (laughs) Fountains. <laughs> <laughs> I legitimately was like, can we do a ranch fountain? Because this was also a thing that this character Stasi always referenced. But the problem is that all of the <laughs> all of the fountains intended for like chocolate are mm-hmm. warming fountains. And I was like, oh no. Well, nope. 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 Can't yeah. have that. Can't have a warm ranch. But most nope. of them said this doesn't effectively warm it. So I'm like, okay. Maybe that's okay then. Well, and then you have a ranch fountain because once you've ranched a fountain, oh yeah, it's a one use. It's a one use. Yeah, right. I mean, the Mm -hmm. thing is that there was one like twenty five dollars, so it's not that expensive to get Mm -hmm. to for the gag of the ranch, the literal gag. It will be a gag. Yeah, it will be a gag. (laughs) I it might happen. I'm just gonna say. And I'm sorry, Tess, that you have to, you'll you'll probably have to see a photo no. of it. And I'm sorry. When it happened on the show, it, it almost burst into tears. So <laughs> oh, I forgot she actually did it. She did it at one of her oh birthdays. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's like my worst nightmare. Like, yeah, honestly, no, it's if there had been horrific. some pigeons playing in it, that would have been truly the culmination <laughs> of all of my just a worst pigeon fears. cleaning cleaning itself in a ranch <laughs> fountain. Oh. I'm feeling so pretty clean, but I need that. more I ranch. Really, like reading reviews last night. <laughs> <laughs> there's no ranch specific ones they're only for they're mostly for chocolate some were said whether for cheese but you know a lot of mixed reviews yeah. aren't there ones for champagne I guess that's yeah but that's like maybe too oh, thin. yeah it's a more liquidy than mm-hmm. <laughs> you always water down the ranch no oh. <laughs> ah! that nasty stuff they make coleslaw with yeah oh yeah 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 Oof. oh my god my arm is fully falling off the <laughs> arm is See? falling off no the arm is like it. all of this talk is awful all of it's yeah, all of it's, it's bad it fan. disagrees team test <laughs> oh do we have anything to uh promote uh <laughs> Just real quick, like, um, thank you if you uh, bought a copy of Zach Peterson's A List of Wet Celebrities with the first album that came out and burned this records. I appreciate it. My first album was number one on iTunes. I'm very proud of it. Oh, my God. Amazing, Brandy. Yeah, went turned out great. Zach is really, really funny. Um, you can listen to it everywhere. Um, and if you don't follow Burn This Records on Instagram, uh, please do. Because, uh, you know, I've got a lot of good stuff. And then the Burn This podcast, um, which you can see linked there, wherever you want to listen to podcasts, is like me doing interviews with all the people on my label. And I've got uh, two, no, one release coming out in February. And then 
to a March and two in April that are going to, they're all very funny and really awesome. Um, so yeah, give us a listen and give us a follow, please. Yes. Go follow, go listen. I mean, Brandy's and fucking started her own record label, you guys. Let's <laughs> let's not undermine the, how what a big deal this is. It's huge. It's incredible. It's huge. I'm so impressed and like excited. <laughs> and also, she's like you know really promoting you know comedians who like everyone should be hearing about. And yeah. I'm just really excited for them to have this outlet that like is legit, you know, and for people to have a, a really good avenue to listen to like all these people who we see all the time and know are fucking hilarious but might not you know be household names quote unquote or whatever mm-hmm. and it's just it's amazing so go listen support it, it the least you can do is go click follow yeah on please the stuff. do it right now that's do the least right. you can do but also go download and listen to all the stuff the, yeah. the logo is super cute it's a 12 foot skeleton jack. and jack yeah it's really great I'm, I'm really proud a guy named titty bats who is an amazing artist did it for me which i love um and one of the household names that you do know that we're putting out later this year is uh miss tess barker yes absolutely i'm so <laughs> i'm recording my album in reno the night before my birthday march yes. 2nd there's gonna be a 7 p.m show and a 9 p.m show brandy's gonna be there sean's gonna do a set andrea bartonek and sarah Rooker are gonna be there it's gonna be just a great group of comics we're all gonna put on a great show it's gonna be a really fun night um and i can't wait yeah, yeah if you're t- anywhere near reno go go watch and support it's gonna be so fun they put on amazing shows so like it's gonna be it's gonna be a really good time yeah it's gonna be a blast tess is so funny and she's been working like i love i love tess's joke style so much she's like this amazing storyteller that just brings like a lyricism and like a you're just an amazing person to watch on stage so i'm stoked to to record these (laughs) i'm really excited guys so please be there if you're anywhere near the reno area uh tonight i'm gonna be in laguna beach listener if you're my Laguna Beach friend if you must Ooh. I'll be there tonight um looks like I'm at the Chatterbox this Sunday and then this Friday the 9th I'm going to be in Eugene Oregon at the Swallowtail Spirits so come see me there yay I love Eugene that'll be so fun hell yeah yeah that'll be awesome all right, let's get to our guest. Our guest this week is Elizabeth Teets. Uh, she's just written her first book. It's called Isn't She Great? Writers of Women-Led Comedies from 9 to 5 to Book Smart. And it's an anthology and essays about um, women-led comedies. They're amazing. I'm really proud of her. Um, she also has a show in Portland, Oregon uh, every month called Isn't She Great? at the Hollywood Theater. Um, so enjoy our conversation with Elizabeth Teets. Yeah, we're all, I'm, I'm barely functioning. So welcome to our podcast. <laughs> we're <Hell yeah>. <laughs> the thesis of this podcast. It feels good. My dog is like in, in all of the wires for some reason, podcasting sure. a different place. And he just was like, what if I just walk into the wires like a ball of chaos? <laughs> they love that. Yeah, that's okay. Oh Elizabeth Teets, everybody, is our guest today. Hey, Elizabeth, how you doing? Hello. Uh, I'm good. I'm a shell of a human being because I'm okay. learning all. I'm learning all about um, Pub Week, which is my week's next week. But like my, I, I'm learning all of the things that happen before you have a com- a book come out, which is like you fully have a nervous breakdown and lose your mind. Um, <laughs> Party. And, uh, my friend, the writer Greg Manya, was over here yesterday, like laughing at me and was like, "No, this is normal. I'm going to be your book doula." <laughs> like, oh, that's so nice. You teaching me how to like birth a book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. well, where the fuck is he? 
Yeah. Right now. He should be holding <laughs> your hand somewhere. He, he's dilating your a, whatever. I don't have a baby. We're going to go for a walk after this and do breathing exercises. Okay. I'm good. like fully good. certain. It's nice. going to be okay. Well, we hope we'll, Lovely. we hope to be also an easy part of, mm-hmm. of this. Um, this is already great. Do you see this <laughs> as a home book birth or a water book birth or like how? Well, you can't do water because the pages are going to get wet. That's, That's true. true. Unless you have a Kindle because I've dropped that in the bath and it's been fine. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I mean, I definitely feel like it's a, a home birth, but the books are not coming to my house. Thank God. They're like a, the publishers dealing with that. I right. see like people on Instagram that print their own. I'm like, I, I would go in. I would go insane if they were like oh, stacks yeah. and stacks and stacks of my own book in my house that I yeah, had to like you would truly ship out feel, to people. You're like, these are going to topple on me and kill me. And that will be yeah. Yeah. correct. Well, <laughs> yeah. Do you know that a lot of books um, on like the New York times list, some of them get number one because if they're a big author, they just buy up a ton of them. Like, there's oh. there's actually a bunch of people, especially on Fox News, that like their offices are just full of their books. Oh my god! And it's how... a tax write off. Yeah. Oh, that so makes you... sense because I read the New York Times book review every week, and I will tell you, like, normally the number one nonfiction is someone from Fox News. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because if you don't sell them, you can claim losses, and it's like a huge like tax scheme wow. everything's fake oh. everything's fake that's yeah. so cool to learn that the publishing world is basically just what are those le- those leggings not lulu uh lulu Lula- yeah yeah <laughs> god i don't even like download our podcast i'm we're way behind the game <laughs> i know that's we all right gaming these numbers more shit yeah <laughs> um well speaking of your by the time this comes out your book will be out so I know. You're, so I'm sure you're really <laughs> excited. Well, think you're into in the, the future. Into the think future. Into the future. Um, yeah. Tell us about your book and why you decided to write it and all that fun stuff. So it's an anthology. Um, it's called Isn't She Great? Uh, Writers on Women-Led Comedies from 9 to 5 to Book Smart. So it's a collection of essays from all different kinds of folks, um, mostly women and queer people. Uh, and it encompasses like essays on that era of cinema, starting at nine to five, all the way to book smart. So I wrote a legally blonde essay, um, and there's some great essays on movies like Miss Congeniality and Bridget Jones um, from both writers in the states and in the UK. Um, and it's based off my live show that I do in Portland at the Hollywood Theater called "Isn't She Great," uh, where we show a movie and then there's stand up before it. Brandy's done it. Um, and just kind of encompasses everything I love as far as like film and women who are funny and all that jazz. <laughs> That's so exciting. Yeah, when Brandy told us about your book, we were both like, oh yeah. I mean, of course, this is exactly our <laughs> shit. Um, and I feel like, yeah, especially... That's so cool that you wrote an essay about Legally Blonde because I feel like that is typical of like a kind of movie that I miss and that you don't see as much as we saw sort of like in... The late 90s, early aughts, just like a straight up comedy that's like not, let's just unabashedly feminine. I guess Barbie was that too. I'm just like, Barbie did that. But but, Barbie feels such a throwback to that era though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We loved it in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. Lindley Blonde is like, it's a perfect film. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. It's like nearly a perfect film. Uh, 
Kiwi, who's one of the screenwriters, actually blurbed the book, and I like fully cried on her at the Beverly because I just like <laughs> couldn't believe it. Because um, she was like, "Oh, I'm proud of you," and it felt like Elle Woods told me she was proud of me, Aww. and I just started bawling. <laughs> um, it was really embarrassing first meeting, <laughs> but uh, it's just like it's so like not it's like she's just like so unembarrassingly feminine like i feel like if yeah. that movie was made today there would be like a scene where she like puts on a boy suit and it would be like a thing i think mm-hmm. they actually do that in the stage abduct- adaptation there's like a whole scene where she like wears different clothes but they just like don't do it in like label one they just like let lbl the entire time and it's just like one of the only movies of that era that has like a heightened female character where you get like these heightened male characters in like every adam sandler movie and every other right right Mm -hmm. yeah totally and it's like she's able to i think it's a fantasy in some ways great because it's like she's able to achieve what she wants to achieve she's able to hack the patriarchal like male dominated system while being entirely feminine and not at all like sacrificing how fully feminine she is. It's also interesting. My favorite, I mean, I have a different line of that movie every day, but my favorite line today is where Emmett says to her, she says, what I'm trying to be something I'm not. And he goes, what if you're trying to be something you are? Mm. Because like she's smart the entire time. She doesn't like then become smart. Or like they yes. um it like she, that's her like default setting. She just discovers it about herself. That is and totally I think that's why like so many people love that movie is because it totally attacks the notion that you can't be both hyper feminine and hyper intelligent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also, think like the line I always think of is what? Like it's hard? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, just like um, you know. Jennifer Coolidge, like, obviously she's been around, mm. you know, a long time and she's an American Pie and stuff. But I feel like just one of her, you know, one of the like the shining roles for her, too. And they appreciated her, obviously, before I think, you know, like she mm-hmm. totally came into like her second era here. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love that you said that she's in her second era because I feel so many people are like... <laughs> I've always been a fan. And I don't want to be like, no, you haven't. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, her in um, uh, Best of Show, too. I just went mm. out. Yeah. Okay. I saw a drag queen do that <laughs> that monologue, <laughs> the soup oh monologue. God. And it was like one of the best things ever. Oh, so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no big deal. But Emmett, Emmett's the fiance, right? In, yeah. yeah um, I haven't watched it in a while. But he's like related to somebody I went to high school with, so you know. Well, somebody Ooh. you went to high school, wow. everybody. Oh, wow! God. Damn, <laughs> damn, Babs. Yeah, I, I can't so. doing this podcast for going on <laughs> twelve years. We're just finding out. You didn't that know we've a got tangential two degrees, wow. three de- degrees of separation. So wow. that means you're three degrees from. Owen Wilson, which is whoa, really cool. That is <laughs> who is the preferred Wilson brother? Ooh, mm. I like Luke. I like Luke because he's boring. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, Owen, I think Owen. I mean, I have a, I have a real soft spot for him. Um, just from Zoolander, and then also just knowing that he had a really hard time for a while, and seems like he's good now. Like I just like he, yeah, 
love, love I think that guy. like my instinct is to say Luke just because he's the lesser like famous one, mm-hmm. but I think mm-hmm. in actuality it's Owen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My instinct was to say Luke because I think he's the more traditionally attractive one. Right. But if I'm honest, I'm attracted. I think I'm attracted to the Owen. Mm. <laughs> like I like his fucked up nose. I think his fucked up nose is hot. Yeah. The fucked up nose is super hot. It's very hot. I, yeah. It's so hot. <laughs> yeah. Uh I learned at the screening I went to that they wrote that role as like the Luke Wilson role and then had a hard time casting it because like anyone they brought in, they were like, this guy's too hot. Like it's going to be obvious that like, <laughs> right. she ends up with him at the end. So eventually they're like, wait, should we just actually cast Luke Wilson? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. They're like, oh, can we have you because you're ideally who we wanted because you're not hot. You're not quite hot enough. Or you're, yeah. Yeah. you're the perfect level of hot. Exactly. Yeah. You're like Midwestern heartthrob. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's someone you don't have to worry about, like, is going to cheat. <laughs> or, like, maybe you have to worry <laughs> more. I'm not sure. It could go either way. I think you just, because right. we've watched the movie so many times, we're assuming that about him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think about him in Royal Tenenbaums, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's my, probably my favorite role of his. Yeah. That was, I recently rewatched Royal Tenenbaums. So good. So So subversive. I just love that movie. I Um, I have, I will say I've kind of given up on Wes Anderson since then, but that was a long time. All the way since Royal Tenenbaums you guys have given up? No, not since then, I should say, but I'm saying since like over time. Yeah. They're pretty to look at. I'll like, I like, I I saw Asteroid City and I was like, it's pretty. This is, there's a couple fun moments in it. I don't ever need to see it again. But it's not like a Tenenbaums I've watched probably 40 times in my life or something. Right, right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Tenenbaums is, I think, his best movie. I think so. It's up there. I think so. But Life Aquatic is pretty great. Yeah. That's, that's I good. like that's Life Aquatic. One. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it's still work. I haven't seen Asteroid City yet. Uh, unfortunately, like one of my first dates I went on with Sean, I made him come see, what was the movie where it's the kids at camp? Oh, uh, oh, I uh, something kingdom, Moonrise Kingdom, some Moonrise Kingdom. Yeah. That was one of our first dates, and I love Wes Anderson. Yeah, I've always loved Wes Anderson. Sean <laughs> does not get Wes Anderson, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I could tell he was into me because he went to that movie with me. But that's the last time I've been able to get him to watch Wes Anderson with me. Uh, was that fun to switch up that power dynamic of like being the woman being like, you have to like this director because I would give it off on that so hard. <laughs> it was. And I actually woman-splained to him a lot about like mansplaining things. Like I was, I made him watch that movie that was starring Jason Siegel that was about the Rolling Stone writer who goes on a road trip with David Foster Wallace, which is like oh, the end most- of the tour. End I of the watched, tour. End of the I love a movie <laughs> that's was, just people talking. I love it a was movie just that's people talking. White guys talking about writing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I may I forced my husband to watch it. <laughs> I cannot tell you. It's like embarrassing the amount of times I've seen End of the Tour. And like it's also I like, if anybody asks me, they're like, do you like David Foster Wallace? I'm going to be like, gross. That's offensive. Like, I'm going to be like, don't talk to me. But like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my advice to anyone else who wants to be in this position, marry a man who's more into sports than he is about navel gazing uh, narrative nonfiction. And you will get to mansplain to your man. Mm-hmm. 
Just let them know what's up. <laughs> so what made you like what drew you to this to this material is like what gave you the idea to put together this anthology? Oh my goodness. Um literally so publishing people always are like, you know, super ambitious trying to like figure out and get a book deal. This one, my friend Samantha Mann and I were um Instagram DMing. And then I pitched her this idea as a joke, and now it's being put out next week. (laughs) (laughs) That's where the best stuff comes from, honestly. Mm -hmm. Man, you just blew up Uh, Samantha's DMs so hard. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And she connected with me with my publisher, who's been great and who's like been behind the book the entire time. And yeah, it's it's funny. Like I'm I'm like really proud of it i'm like also like in this phase where like it comes out in seven days and i'm like what if everyone hates it because it like hasn't been officially reviewed yet or any of that stuff or it's like what if they found out that i wrote this and i'm a joke (laughs) like any of those feelings um but yeah i i it's it's like shocking how like many people have like put their time and effort into like caring about it and caring about like this project um and it got like a nylon write up, which I laughed at. I got a Google alert on myself. <laughs> like, how bad about this? So it's been cool. It's been fun. But um, literally, like, I have been like wanting to move into the essay world. And then I have the show, and the show is like my baby. And it's like one of my absolute favorite things I do. Um, and then I just like, I'm always, I always have like First Wives Club or something on in the background. Mm-hmm. And I talk to people about it. And it's a funny when like comics do the show a lot of times they want to be paired with like a certain movie because they have a relationship with it so i always like ask like mm-hmm. why see if i can like make that happen and then eventually just like i was like i, I want to know more of these stories and then it's like well i might as well put them into a book and do the thing <laughs> hell that's yeah awesome yeah i love that's what i love about like just this world that we do things in because you kind of just never know where an idea is gonna go you know or a show yeah like what it could turn into. I always, I don't know. I love the aspect of of this. Like, there's, you never know what. Do, like, we we never knew this was going to turn into like a decade long thing. You know, we were doing live shows at UCB, mm-hmm. and um, we actually have done a First Wives Club dance along to one of. Mm-hmm. We did. Of, we made we made people in the audience <laughs> get up and wear white blazers. Blazers. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. It was so, so fun. Happy. It was it really was, fun. Yeah, really fun. And like going to a Goodwill and just buying, being like six of your best white blazers. <laughs> <laughs> just walking out with a giant bag of just like, mm, we just left the mystery for that clerk. I'm excited. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Got some is. 80s power suits. Absolutely. Well, so like, when Brandy did it, like I didn't even, we showed Desperate Living and I didn't know you were from Baltimore. Oh yeah. So like, Sometimes it's serendipitous. Yeah, it lines up right. It's like, you know, and, and John Waters is such, uh, is such like a, you know, um, fierce like defender and like promoter of like hilarious women who like yeah. are un- unabashedly hilarious and also lets them be gross and yeah. and just funny in a way that like, you know, I, I get really frustrated watching a lot of like male-led comedies because like you see these like women in them that are just kind of relegated to being like, a very one note hag character or it's not a comedian that's been cast. It's like an actress that's doing a good job, but like, isn't funny, 
isn't known mm-hmm. as being a funny person and I'm always just so frustrated. So when you actually get to like, it's nice to see a book like celebrating these casts of people that are just like funny women unabashedly in so many different ways, you know? And it's mm-hmm. like speaks to, you know, the, it, it's something that should be celebrated, I think, more and more because, you know, we don't get as oh, many yeah. opportunities as we should. <laughs> I mean, and, and it's not like we have a whole podcast about it, but yes. I will say, like, <laughs> I, like, I, <laughs> I, it truly, like, I'm constantly just sort of befuddled for so many reasons, obviously, by this, like, the idea of women being unfunny because, mm-hmm. like, not, no one laughs more or harder than a bunch of women hanging out together. Like, yeah. women are hilarious. We find each other hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Like I, mean, I just don't think guys clown around around in this. Day. Like I'm speaking really broad strokes, but like I, I think like it's funny to me that that would be like ghettoized mm-hmm. yeah. or like viewed as this really like remarkable thing. When I think mo- like you go if there's a bunch of women sitting next to you at lunch or getting their nails done, they're usually like cackling and laughing their asses off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. Well, guys don't hang no out way. with each, don't do things like that with each other. That's true. <laughs> no, if they no. had friends, they might be laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it is shocking to me how many men don't have friends it's like shocking to me i'm like what do you how do you live uh, john waters is like a big sore spot for me right now i'm having like really bad anthology remorse of like all the stuff i didn't include oh, like there's not oh, yeah. a clue there's not a clueless essay and there was supposed to be a uh, essay on serial mom but then mm. the mom who was supposed to write it got involved in like a killer custody battle and was like oh. I have to bow out and there's no way you can be like no but wait <laughs> <laughs> totally I for some reason thought Fuck you were say got involved in a cult <laughs> and like you're like and we couldn't <laughs> like she's in jail now I was like holy shit wow tell me more <laughs> Well, you know, that's what part two is for. Yeah, Uh, yeah. There's always going to be stuff. I mean, yeah, you're 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 obviously at the phase of like the you know the big Mm -hmm. um, imposter syndrome and just like the nerves that come along with something coming out. That's that is a lot, but I I don't know. I'm very excited for it. And thank you. Did you pick the movies and then find a person to pair with them, or did you have people you wanted to work with who picked their own movies? It was kind of both. Um, So I had like a few people that I already had in mind then I asked and then I just had writers on my shelf who I like cold emailed <laughs> and some of them ignored me and then some of them now are like my best friends and then I also did like an open call on Twitter just because I needed some like more diversity mm-hmm. um, so I got some pitches uh, I got like some of the same pitches like eight times. Like everybody wanted to write about my Greek big fat Greek wedding. <laughs> really? Also, yeah, because they'd so also funny. have like a large cultural wedding. Right. But there was never a pitch that was like, but like so what? Like there was never anything <laughs> like more other than like I also had a crazy wedding. Right. Which right, I'm like, right. I w- I was looking for just like if somebody was not to sent me like a pitch with even like, just like a like a little bit more than that I probably would have taken it but I just didn't find one that like really stuck out to me mm-hmm. um but generally like they all kind of found me like there's a really amazing essay in the book about the movie Superstar um oh, nice. the movie rules. yeah um and just like the author being like obsessed with Molly Shannon and also like becoming slightly obsessed with Catholicism which I found like <laughs> fascinating oh <laughs> funny yeah. Oh man. <laughs> One time I was at a coffee shop in Burbank or a, and a um 
Molly Shannon was ahead of me and she ordered a, a coffee. And then when they um, put her coffee up, the barista, who was this amazing gay man, just goes, Superstar. And Molly turned around and that's, and that had written Superstar on her cup. And she was like, this is so nice. Thank you. And then she <laughs> ran out. And it was she so responds cute. to Superstar just naturally. Yeah, she just responds to Superstar. <laughs> it was so, so cute. cute. Wow. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is why I moved to LA. <laughs> I'm so happy. Also having a resurgence. I mean, like, again, yeah. has always been doing stuff, yes. but, you know, I feel like is really mm-hmm. crushing it lately. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I just love funny women. <laughs> Me too. I now I, I just want to like quote Romeo and Michelle with you guys. Like, <laughs> is there a Romeo and Michelle essay? Is like a touch based on it. Uh, my best friend Anthony, who I co-produced the show with, uh, had literally at his wedding, like uh, he and his husband and their best other best friend, who is not me, rude, uh, <laughs> did the Romeo and Michelle dance. Oh my Aww. god, so, that's amazing. Yeah, as like part of their wedding ceremony. So mm-hmm. I wanted to leave that open if he like chose to write about it. Um, I think he might mention it, but I don't think it like fully came up. But like I wasn't, it, that kind of like was his movie. So I wasn't going to like give it to somebody right. else unless there was something yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's a big like status, I think, in a friend group to like have people know like Romeo and Michelle is their movie. <laughs> oh, I would not let I didn't receive any legally blonde pitches, but if I would have and it would have been good, I would have like probably said yes, but then not like that person. I like probably would have not edited them correctly. I would have been like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Giving up the first wives club was like hard. I gave it up to like a really close friend of mine. <laughs> But, like, giving it up, I was, like, having a hard time being, like, ooh, someone else is going to write about this in the book besides me. This better be good. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, I've got... Well, we're going to go make an admission video to get into Harvard. Um, we'll, be back. <laughs> we'll be back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lady or Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. Whoa. Fell asleep. I'm Tess. <laughs> and I'm Elizabeth. You hear Babs? <laughs> this is Lady to Lady. For some reason, I like, even though we've been doing this a million years, I was like, and Tess comes next. And then I was like, no. <laughs> it's, it's all good. You know, it is what it is. We usually record early in the day. For some reason, this being in an afternoon is really f- fucking up my last brain cell. I know. <laughs> no, it's good though. It's good. Um, all right, we're gonna play a game with you, Elizabeth. It's called This or That. This or that. This or that. This or that. Bam, 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 bam. Love the little okay. thing at the end. <laughs> uh, let's see. This or that. Lose sleep or skip a meal? Ooh. Um, I can't skip meals. <laughs> I lose all executive function. So lose sleep. 
Yeah. Those are both really bad options. Yeah. 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 It's tough. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hard one. You should sleep. You should eat well and sleep well, ideally, yeah. <laughs> in an ideal world. How yeah. much are we supposed to be sleeping? Seven, eight? eight? Oh, God. Seven, eight. Have seven, you, eight. How, raise your hand if you regularly sleep seven or eight hours. Brandy? Yeah. Wow. Brandy. I'm an asshole. Yeah. I like don't wow. I'll, I'll be I'll be like, no, nah, uh-uh. I'm not getting out of bed till till I till I hit eight. <laughs> really? You'll yeah. stay in till you hit your quota. Yeah, I but I can also like go I can fall asleep kind of anywhere at any time. Like Yeah, you're lucky. I'm good at that. So I'll just right. kind of be like, all right, it's midnight, cool, wake up at eight, or if I'm up till two, I'll, I'll be like, no, you're not getting out, you're not getting out of bed till ten. Like I Wow. Yeah. I started so doing lucky. the like waking up early thing, so it really fucks me because it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter what time I go to bed; I have to wake up by a certain time. Uh, That's where I'm at. Yeah, I'm at. I'm. I'm at. I'm getting fucking. <laughs> this is such a gross analogy. <laughs> oh man, can't wait! Oh my god, <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. We can edit it out. I, I'm getting requiem for a dream here. I damn. <laughs> <laughs> who you asking to ask with i'm asking to ask with my late nights and my early mornings because i also started like naturally waking up early but then i also like naturally stay up late yeah right yeah. right it's a real bitch you napping yeah, yeah. no see so think- i usually do not but i've been too busy lately to nap mm. yeah yeah it's a thing amy miller i was taking care of her dog recently and like she was whatever she had to come pick up the dog super early from the airport at and they came over at like six, seven, and I was like, "Yeah, I already took her on a walk." And she pooped. She was like, "What?" She was like, "Are you, are you morning people?" <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, yeah." I, I was kind of ashamed. <laughs> it's shameful. It's definitely shameful. Yeah, it's not cool to be a morning person. <laughs> no, but like mornings, low key, like they kind of slap. No, they are no, better. It's like, great. I, it's nice. Yeah. It's nice just like before you know that any it's like you're just doing shit before the onslaught of any garbage comes your way, you know? Exactly. You're like yeah. before there's any email or phone call mm-hmm. I don't want to look at, I I'm can holding, just like do something. I was on the East Coast for 10 days for Christmas, so I'm still holding on to my like East Coast hours have shifted. Like I'm nice. I've been asleep by like 10 o'clock every night this last week, which has been great. Yeah. It's so I'm waking up at like seven. Be careful. I know. Yeah, welcome to your new life, Brandy. That's cute. You think it's this week? Oh, I'm not. That's cute. I'm not capable of that. I eventually will. It'll eventually slip. The problem is, I have to be asleep at 10 or 2 a.m. It's one or the other. It's like yeah, it's there is no midnight true. sleep. There is, yeah. There's no yeah. So we'll get there. 10 or 10 or 2 a.m. Elizabeth, there's your next this or that question. That's a good one. Ooh. Okay, so 10 means I'm being reasonable. Two means something exciting happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm going to pick two. That's a good Nice. Point. Good answer. Yeah. 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 I get at this point. Well, yeah. If I'm going to get two, hopefully something fun's happening. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I will say, like, I love an early bedtime in theory. I just can never seem to make it happen. But I'm like, if there's a reason to blow a bedtime, I'm all yeah. for it. Oh, like I was walking to yoga the other night and the church that I was walking past on my way to my yoga studio, like for some reason had their Christmas schedule up still. And they were like, and they properly had mass at midnight. And I was like, that I don't want to go to church, but I do like doing things at midnight. <laughs> I love a midnight mass. It feels like 
We always did that like, growing up. That was like our it, thing. Yeah, is it, it feels um special. Is it the edgy? Yeah. Is it the edgy mask? Is it like the mask after hours? I've never been to. Yeah, one. it is the edgy one because <laughs> fucking Jesus. I went, it's oh, the yeah. only one I went to. So they so dropped. That was there. There's a lot oh, of yeah. heathens in the crowd at those ones because they're being forced to go. <laughs> it's the priest dropping f bombs. It's it's real. It's like a lot of a lot of blood of Christ. Like out of yeah, a yeah, ritual. A midnight blood ritual? Who? What's better than that? That's exactly. true. Oh my god! <laughs> Have you guys seen Boys in the Band, like the play or the film adaptation? No, I've mm-hmm. heard of it, but I haven't seen it. The end of it, the like main character who's being an asshole, like leaves and goes to a midnight mass uh, with like a bunch of show people, and Ooh. I'm just like, that sounds <laughs> like the funnest religious event that's ever happened. Why does the movie end here? <laughs> Serious, I'll do anything at midnight with show people. Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) Show people. Show people. Okay. Well, and if they're going after a show, that means it's guilty show people. And like, I want to know why. Yeah. (laughs) I would like my whole life to be populated by guilty show people, honestly. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs) We all do stand up, so. Yeah. Yeah. So it is. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Elizabeth. How about uh, fake tan or real tan? Oh, fake tan because sun damage is not the way to go. <clears throat> yeah. Do people still, are they like real tanning beds still? I guess I'm sh- No, they are. Be. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're totally yeah. There. Yeah, yeah, they're out there. That's wild. I think they primarily exist to like get a base before you go to Mexico or something, though. Yeah, I guess, but they can't yeah. be a whole industry around getting a base. There's got to be people um, doing it regularly. I have a couple thoughts. First of all, <laughs> is the base still a thing? True. Like, is, are we still talking base? <laughs> I don't know. I know my parents do it. Yeah, I think Your parents do it. Okay. I think yeah. okay. when the boomers and the and the Gen X age out of uh out, out age out, then I think that uh then it'll go away. I don't think I beds. I, yeah, beds. I don't think that beds are a millennial thing as much, right? Well, mm-hmm. depends on I guess if depends, it's depends like on where you're at. Too. Imbued in your I culture. only stopped going to beds because of the health issues. Like I love tiny beds. <laughs> Love them. Like Tess if they were good Samantha for you from Sex in the City when she Oh, <laughs> honey, get me naked. Play some techno. Put some fucking stupid goggles up. Put a Playboy Bunny sticker right on my fucking hip. <laughs> oh man. Oh. It. Have you guys ever? Has anyone else besides me done one? No, no I've no. only done one fake tan. I've never. Uh, yeah, I only have I've never done very little bed tanning. No. Oh my god. Uh, I used to. I was an outdoor beach kid. Like I like love laying outside. But I'm not, Same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never did the beds though. What, what I was described as like the height of 2000s glamour. <laughs> exactly. And that's me, honey. That's me. <laughs> there was actually, there's like, I follow like a every outfit on Sex in the City Instagram. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was an old shout out to like a past Emmys where, um, Sam, Kim Cattrall mm-hmm. had a horrible like uh, spray tan. <laughs> it was amazing. She looked oh, so bad and weird. I feel it was great. Spray tans and veggie burgers are on the exact same trajectory. So <laughs> yep. like, yeah, <laughs> both were very bad They've in the early evolved. Thoughts. They've evolved. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. The Morning Star tan is not. Uh... <laughs> 
I, I do the one where they put the morning star patty on my hip and then we... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I call that one the griller. <laughs> um, no, but I used to go because I was when I lived in Boston, like I just I literally got like seasonal depression. Like it was yeah. too cold. I, was, I needed to like warm my soul, you know? And <laughs> I love this. <laughs> I would put on my Columbia jacket and my snow boots and my scarf and everything. And I would go to this tanning bed on Newberry Street and uh, I would just go. They would play like Euro pop techno and I would just sit there and cook. And like it was a stand up one. So like the things would hit you from like 360 mm-hmm. and you just stand there naked and they play techno and it just like heats how you long up. Would it, how long would you be in there? 15 to 20 minutes. OK. And then you leave and you're like tan. <laughs> That's so wild. I mean, do you guys all want to go as a bit? We'll just call it a bit. Yeah, we'll call, yeah. Not. Let's call it a bit. Skin Why cancer is a bit. Can we get a Can we get a veggie burger after? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, please. Because <laughs> maybe tanning beds have gotten better since then too. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's happening maybe. with tanning technology. Probably not. Yeah, yeah gray tans have veggie. Yeah. Berry, gray tans have veggie for sure. Burger, yeah, pink berry. Uh, <laughs> oh, please, blackberry. <laughs> All the berries. Oh, yeah. Get something bedazzled. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll get a bedazzled thong. How about that? Ooh, yeah, there we go. Damn, Tess. Now you're talking crazy. I know. Can sorry. <laughs> finish it off at Hugh Hefner's grave. Yeah. <laughs> <Day> in LA. <laughs> Where is he? Where is his grave? He's right next to Marilyn in Westwood. Oh, he's across great. the street from oh, my like. Of course he is. Reserved. That yeah, spot. he's the right across the street from my work. So I've actually visited him before, not oh. to visit him, but to see Marilyn. Yeah. Have oh, you like, let me be clear. Leave, not leave things on his grave. What's what? What kind of tchotchkes no. are ha- are hanging out at the old uh, Hef grave? It's not actually at the grave. It's like the wall that they're in. Oh. And they're like right in the center, and his is actually covered because there's always a giant easel with flowers for Marilyn from her <laughs> fan club. Good, Hell yeah. yeah. And then she's in the middle, and so there's like a guy directly above her who they like entombed upside down, so he'd be on top of Marilyn. Oh my god! So like when I go, I say shame on you to him, and then I leave. <laughs> Good. What? Wait a minute. <laughs> that woman in death is. Just literally surrounded by creeps that she didn't consent to. There's a mom right underneath her, and it like touched my soul because I was like, "This this woman's gonna like be an ally." <laughs> <laughs> okay, I and, I will watch the, like a night at the museum of their ghosts coming. <laughs> well, yeah. The funniest thing about that particular cemetery is Edith Matthews from oh. all the John Waters movies. Uh, is like a squatter in that rose garden. They like scattered her ashes illegally there, so like she's there too. Yes, she is. Oh my god, that 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 warms my heart. That's yes. amazing. So okay, like good. That We're balancing night. out the energy here. Yeah. So like, it's if we did like a night at the museum situation, like it would be a really good one. I love it. I also love the idea really of idea. using your remains to troll things. I really yeah. respect that. I feel that. like this is the, it's the ultimate yes. spy, act of spite. It absolutely is. And like my, I, my, my will is being written before my eyes. Um, so. <laughs> yeah, we better get the, you better get this down on the pod. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So every future generations know. Yeah, exactly. So you still got time to be wronged by me listeners. And, um, Somebody's going to come through a just a tiny can of ash right in your face when you least expect it. 
<laughs> oh my god that'd be incredible to get like mixed into a martini and then thrown in someone's face exactly, oh my god. exactly. <laughs> what a dream oh man oh, sounds great love it wow <laughs> well that can't really go on our new year's resolution list but it can go on our no, life it's like our, on our life, life list. our post life resolution yeah. list yeah do you have any resolutions elizabeth <laughs> This year? Apparently now it's to give my next of kin a series of tasks to complete <laughs> upon my death. <laughs> that, so I got to start working on that and get it notarized. <laughs> yeah. We'll get yeah. There. Same. We have, we're actually doing ours tomorrow. We're going mm-hmm. to the breakfast. We have two this year. We're going to the breakfast three. club. We have three. Oh, wait. What's the third one? I forgot well, the third one. Brandy and I have to see Fabio. Yes. Oh, yeah. You guys have to see Fabio. Whoa. Yeah. We're going to the breakfast club, and then we're going to Shacktoberfest. Oh, yep. Shacktoberfest. Oh, my God. How could yes. I forget? Shacktoberfest. <laughs> our third resolution. <laughs> of course. Of course. Oh, my God. So excited. So but Yeah, excited. we're going to the breakfast club already. It's only January 10th, and we're already yeah. doing one. Yeah. Nailing we're we're going in the morning. Um, Very excited. And then, yeah, they've just got to see Fabio around because I've seen him yeah. before. <laughs> Does it have to be like organic or can you go to like a signing? We can go to a signing. We go to yeah. A signing. If, okay. they, yeah. if they know, he's, yeah. they can, they just have to see him. But also what's yeah. he sign? What's Fabio signing in 2024? Other people's abs. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. It's going to be. Di- I mean, I, it's going to be difficult. I believe in us because I believe in us. But, um, you know, there's yeah. got to be a beach he hangs out on. Right, you know, we just there's gotta find out some, which one. Yeah, some cr- scrambling near the end of the year if it's not happening yet. I mean, dare I say, trying to get him on the podcast. <gasps> Patrick, are you listening? Brilliant. That <laughs> <laughs> you guys see Fabio at Costco. Someone did. Oh. Our friend saw him there. Yeah, he so that's where which Costco. Came, that's where this came from. I, I'm guessing the Burbank one. I don't know actually. No, she lives in the Valley, so I'm not sure. Um, we need to find out which Costco. I'll start. I'll change yes. Costco's. We do need to find out which Costco. And I, I remind me, Brandy. I need to set. A, I'm going to set a Google alert for him because okay. then we will find out if he's signing albums. Google alert. Also, yeah. I think. Uh, okay. What about this? What if you go? <laughs> what if you go to that Costco and you tip that person who ch- looks at your receipts like twenty bucks, and you're like, "Look, if Fabio is ever here, Ooh, will you text yeah. me?" <laughs> yeah. Yep. Because. <laughs> I can Randy, correct me if I'm wrong, because yeah. I'm not a Costco person, but if you go to Costco, like the, everyone that goes to Costco goes regularly, right? Like um, yeah. if he's been once, he'll be back. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Pretty regularly. Yeah, yeah, he's probably yeah. A, he's probably a regular shopper there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm because I think Costco would be a great place to see Fabio. <laughs> it would be a fantastic place. I'd love to see <laughs> I would love to see Fabio Costco. The all hands on <laughs> the rush to drive to Costco to yeah. see. Well and Fabio is probably like still fit, so he like needs those rotisserie chickens and like. That, he's buying in bulk. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. he's still eating exactly. a lot of a high protein diet. He's got to get the chicken, all it's that stuff. It's a great deal on a chicken, you know. It's <laughs> it really is. Yeah. yeah, I will say I had my Spanish lesson last week, and my teacher asked me what my New Year's resolution is, and I said I don't really believe in New Year's resolution, and she was like, oh, "All my students are saying that," and it's like, "Can't we just talk about it?" And I was like, "Well, actually, I do have New Year's resolutions," and I'm saying this all in Spanish, mm-hmm. and I'm like. Uh, she's younger than me. I'm like, do you know who Fabio is? And she's like, no. So then I had to, in Spanish, like explain who Fabio is. And then that, of course, led to the story of the goose smashing into his face on the roller coaster. <laughs> so then she was like, no, no. And I'm like, seriously. So we Google image it. We're both dying. And I'm like, so anyway, my New Year's resolution is to see him. 
Oh my god. <laughs> That is incredible. I dare I say you're her favorite student. I'm I'm oh, just gonna throw yeah. it out there. Definitely. What a delight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially since you like didn't break in like break the Spanish to like then explain in English that you like carried on. Oh yeah. That's like my favorite thing to do is talk about obscure pop culture things in Spanish now. That's like my Number one hobby. Okay, I'm just going to say I'm looking. So, like, Fabio doesn't... I don't know if this is his official Instagram. I don't think he has an official one. But there's okay. one main one that people are tagging him in. And mm-hmm. he is in, he's been in West Hollywood. He's around. He's around. Okay. So, we've got... We've got some some tags okay. at the Viper Room. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, Costco or the Viper Room, y'all. <laughs> Pick your We're going to find him. <laughs> I would... I would way rather see him at Costco. Yeah, Me same. too. The Viper Room's too depressing. Because yeah. I always yeah. think about yeah. River Phoenix. Yeah. yeah. And it's like just bands pay for playing over there. It's not, it's a sad, mm. sad situation. And in a world where we get a park on Sunset, no, Ugh. Costco has parking. Yeah. Yeah. Huge parking lot. Every and if it doesn't yeah. work out, you leave with a chicken bake. Yeah. Exactly. And their test, you'll love this. They they have a, a a coffee frappe thing that is like two bucks and it is iced coffee. It is a, a it's amazing cold brew. It fucking rules. Yeah. I do love that. Good ass coffee at Costco. Okay. Right I, in the front. I, Tess can stay outside. Play with the, my coffee. And then Brendan can go inside and try and find him. Yeah. And then Tess <gasps> can be the can Yeah. Cover the out. Brendan, we need walkie talkies. <laughs> I have walkie talkies. <laughs> Don't worry. I have, of course you do. I got walkie talkies. I bought a pair early pandemic because I was like, I don't know how weird shit's going to get. <laughs> okay. So it'd be nice to use them. <laughs> They're charged up and ready to go. Do you have a secret food storage supply as well? Well, if I told you, it wouldn't be secret. Would it? <laughs> <laughs> Things are okay at the trailer park. Don't worry. <laughs> well, at least I just need to know where to go, Brandy. <laughs> exactly. You can head over here. I mean, it would be... It's not the worst place in the world. <laughs> I definitely panic bought a bunch of MREs in the pandemic, and those are expensive. Yes. Yeah. It's about, well, yeah, especially if you want ones that don't taste like total shit. Yeah. I have definitely... There was a minute... Um, but, not that long ago where TikTok and Instagram were just showing me people um, dehydrating food and storing it themselves. Um, and I was like, yep. uh-oh, don't don't get into that. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely have dehydrated eggs in my house, Whoa. for sure. Really? Yeah, I didn't dehydrate them myself. They're Mountain House. My stepmom worked for Mountain House when I was a kid, which is like shelf-stable food that lasts 30 years. So I just like went on Amazon and bought them because we used to eat it for camping or she didn't want to cook when I was a kid. So I know what it tastes like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is fine. I have some mountain house MREs in my, in my storage. They actually slap. So they do. (laughs) Also, I will say this. I'm not even just saying this to be like high and mighty, but like every time I go camping, I obviously like my MREs are all vegetarian Mm -hmm. and like, all the meat eaters are always jealous of my MREs. Yeah. Every time. That makes sense. It feels like they need to put in a little bit more thought and like mm-hmm. and making yeah. edible. And like mine are always like, well, it's just like, I don't know, like, I don't, not to, I mean, I don't know. There's something 
everyone do your own thing but there's something about beef that lasts 30 years that's just not the same <laughs> oh yeah it's beans <laughs> as rice and beans yeah yeah 100 yeah so you've been eating them Tess, or you eat them for camping just camping oh, okay but yeah. are you like yeah it's like if all of our you know if you bought stuff for like the end times i guess it doesn't run out forever so it'll stay yeah. Oh, yeah. It would just be so weird to like eat part of an animal that died 30 plus years ago. Before you were born. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're basically eating a fossil. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I do. I watch a guy on there's like a YouTube account with a guy who like eats the oldest ones he can find. If it's if it looks edible in any way, obviously Whoa. he doesn't. It's fascinating. And just like. Just him opening up tin, and they all came, they used to like come with cigarettes and stuff like that back in the day when it was like army. Ooh, yeah. So it's really interesting to like watch what they came with, you know. Also, that's cool. Yeah. Oh my god, is it a little dehydrated cigarette? That's so cute. <laughs> I think it's just a cigarette, but that. Okay. <laughs> I love that your like end of the world meal gets to feel posh, like, right? Yeah, it fucking should come with it. Yeah. Damn straight. <laughs> a little dehydrated whiskey on the rocks. <laughs> That's what I'm coming out with my new artisanal MRE cocktail line. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we need that, though, because in the end times, I would like to be drunk. Yeah. yeah absolutely. absolutely. I would do a lot better. Yeah. Adam's very much like, just let it end if they're coming for me. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to stick around. So. <laughs> I feel the <laughs> same way. <laughs> I feel the exact same way. Like I have all of these, not like a like you should be concerned about me amount, but I do have like a shelf of like emergency stuff. Yeah. And I was like any man I've ever talked to would be like, if there was like a bomb or something, I'd just go outside. I'd be like, I would try to survive it. Oh yeah. Just to see if I could. Yep. Might as well try. Of course. I'm not gonna give up at some point, but I'm gonna give it a shot. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I'm going down, <laughs> kicking and screaming. Absolutely. Yeah. If, if I watch all ten seasons of the Vanderpump in two months, like I know that I I have like fortitude in me to survive the end time. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, yeah, I wasted enough time watching bad TV. I'm not giving up the end of it now. I'm no. gonna fight yeah. for every second that I wasted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay, we're gonna take um, another break. Uh, wait, and uh, oh. this break is gonna be so smooth, you won't be able to believe it's butter. <laughs> oh my Boom. god! Boom! Bye. We'll be back. <laughs> hey, everybody! We're back. I'm Lady to Lady. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. Uh, and I'm I'm Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you really fucked that. <laughs> I know I did. Thanks. <laughs> No, you're great. Okay. I say the name of my own book incorrectly, so I said my own name. Kind of weird. So one of them was going to happen. I feel like well. saying your own name is always weird, right? Yeah. You know, introducing yeah. yourself. People say it to you. You don't. Yeah, you don't you say know. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have a question. Elizabeth, are you always Elizabeth or do you ever go by a nickname? Uh, I go by my last name, Teats, most of the time. Okay. When you guys are talking to yourself, what name do you use? Your like Christian Ooh. name, your nickname? Like, what do you really use one? A name. I just, if I'm going to like say something to myself, I just say the thing. I don't think I'm like, Babs, do this, you know? Mm. Like pump yourself mm. up. Yeah. Um, I think I, I use BP because I get, uh, that's like a thing that a lot of people have like get said, called me in a term of endearment. So I always mm. feel like Aww. that is like summoning all the people that like me. 
That's I, cute. Yeah, I like really, that. All right, BP, let's do this. Like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Tess, what's I, it, Mine depends on the context. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I usually use Tess, but like I do this three-minute Deepak Chopra meditation that I like pretty frequently. Ooh. And there's one part where he's like, uh, okay, just kind of think your name. And then... And then, and he's like, just drop that to your first name. And I, I go back and forth in that meditation. Like some days I say Tess and some days I say Teresa. Mm. Oh. Yeah. I'm doing this like workout accountability thing with a bunch of different women. And one of them's name is Barbie. And when she saw my name, she was like, she was like, is that short for Barbie? And I was like, well, for Barbara. <laughs> it's just such a funny, <laughs> it was just a funny thing to ask. I was like, well, no, I mean, I'm assuming we both have the same actual name. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I mean, she Barbie. could not. Yeah, maybe, maybe maybe she is just a Barbie. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> That's funny. Hi, Barbie, if you're listening. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Um, Barbie. Okay, it's time for lady problems. We need some, actually. We're in need of your problems, so... If you've been sitting on one, hell, if you just want to give us your friends or say a nonsense one, make one up, we don't give a shit. Just call us. (laughs) 323-6-BUTT-30 or email us ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. I have a lady problem. I was actually just driving around thinking about it and then pulled over to call you guys. Um, or ladies, sorry. Um, I am two years alcohol free. Um, I don't consider myself sober. Um, I don't have any hangups about alcohol at this point. It's just not something I engage in. And I have a really good friend who um, struggles a little bit, um, but just does this thing where like, like, we went to a wedding, and they were, like, binge drinking and just, like, so loud and obnoxious and just inappropriate, and it's, like, extremely uncomfortable for me to be around, and I just kind of, like, let it happen because I don't know what to say, but we are traveling together. We're going on a little trip together. Um, I just left the situation with them that started going the same way, and we're going on a trip next week, and I just, I don't. This is not from a place of judgment, but I just don't know how to approach someone and say, like, hey, what's the situation going to be with that? Um, Because I don't want to be involved in that. But I also don't want to ruin the good time or anything. I just, I don't know. I'm having trouble with, like, I just want to know what I'm walking into. And, like, that that situation is just so not enjoyable for me to be around. And it's, like, very uncomfortable. And I just don't know how to set up a boundary around that, I guess. But, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. So, anyway, that's my lady problem. Thanks. Bye. So, wait, she said that they're on a trip right now? They're going on one coming up? They're probably on one now by the time this episode oh, comes oh, out. I yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so, hopefully, this is still helpful. Yeah. Um, and hopefully, that trip goes okay. Okay. Yeah, it's really hard because they're probably not... 
by nature of what's going on, they're not really aware of what's going on. Like they're not like they're when they're drunk, they're not realizing how annoying they are because it's like when someone snores, right? Like, yeah. Well, and I mean, the thing is you can't really ask them to not being annoying because they're just going to be annoying. It's like they're just going to be annoying. They're making their choice to do that thing. And then, you know, yeah. 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 And I think that the the caller gets that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I think it's more about deciding if you want to, like deciding maybe what your level is that you want to be around and then just setting the boundary from there as far as like making your own plans to do stuff maybe that are things on the trip that you know like are escapes for you where you can just like do your own thing that's not going to be with them if they seem like they're just like getting drunk or whatever because I'm sure there's going to be fun shit that you could be doing on your own Mm -hmm. if you don't want to deal with it yeah I'm a huge proponent of just like having escape plans like ready to go where I'm just like okay this is not fun for me anymore so I'm gonna go figure out something else you know and if you're you know in another place it's like make sure you have a car that you can drive you know or or if there's stuff that you can like walk to that's nearby or something um yeah but yeah I mean I think that's perfectly fine to set that boundary and you know it doesn't even need a big a big thing with them or anything like that I think you just be like all right Mm -mm. cool I think I'm out because if they're drunk and annoying I don't think they're even gonna notice (laughs) that much really either Yeah, and I don't know if it's just the two of them on this trip either, or if there's other people. That's the other thing. Yeah, um, I think it's totally reasonable. To just ask, like, I don't know, what are you guys thinking tonight? Like, are you guys thinking it's gonna be like a big drinking night, or like, you think it'll be more of a chill night? I mean, I think that's a totally reasonable thing to want to know. Yeah, I mean, because like having sort of on both sides of the coin. I don't know. When I stopped drinking for a little bit, you know, I think um, I don't want to make anyone uncomfortable. Yeah. Like as the drink, as, as someone who's drinking, I don't want to make someone like feel weird. So if they would prefer to be doing whatever, you know, doing their own thing or something, then that would make sense. I wouldn't want that to like make them feel shitty. But I also obviously want to be like, well, I'm just going to like do my, you know, I am probably going to get annoying because that's part of the fun of being drunk is being annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so like, sh- yeah, do whatever you want. I'm, you know, they probably, it's, it, I don't, I can't tell if their friends like, you know, are it, it's hard to know if they're wh- where they're at with it. I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're gonna be shitty about them leaving or something, I feel like they. Well, then obviously they're not really your friend. So. <laughs> yeah, that's they've got their yeah. own issue to deal with, and that doesn't mean, need to be your, you know, problem. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think. I mean, I think it's also kind of fine ahead of time to kind of like establish like. So what are we doing on this trip? Like, what are the plans? Like, you know, mm-hmm. and like, it's a different, also it's a difference. Like, are they annoying or are they mean or is it dr- dra- dra- drama? Like, I think right. it's like, it's very different. Like, what is that? Like, what, where is that line and where does it tip and how does it tip too? You know? And if you have to take care of them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 And I, it's also perfectly fine to have a, a hard and fast, I don't fucking take care of your shit rule. Goodbye. You're an adult. Figure it out. Like, I've had that my entire fucking life. I, if you're going to drink, that the responsibility is yours to figure it out. You know, obviously don't leave somebody if they're like in a dangerous situation. But like, at a certain point, it's just like, no, you're not my responsibility. Like, you know, figure it out. Yeah. I mean, I think like a good idea, yeah, would be to, 
try and get some kind of itinerary together of like ideas of stuff you guys want to do, mm-hmm. you know, and pre- maybe try for your sake to like put some in that are not going to be mm-hmm. involving booze yeah. or whatever or not yeah. have it be easily totally. accessible. Um, and then I think just have a really honest conversation with them. I mean, they love you. You're their friend and just say like, you know, it's tough sometimes when everybody's like drinking and I'm not. So I just want to like prepare myself. That's all you have to say. You yeah. know, 100%. I think it's exactly that. Yeah. Like yeah. make it about yourself and your own comfort level. Cause yeah, you don't want them to get defensive and just like, yeah, I just, yeah, just want to know just cause I, you know, yeah, exactly what you said. Like it's, it's, it sucks kind of just being, if everyone else is drinking a lot, like I don't, I just, yeah, just want to be prepared. Kinda... So yeah, just so I have an idea. And then like, if it seems like this is that big night, that's cool. I'll just figure out my own thing. And mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's going to be offended at that. I mean, I don't know what, you know? Yeah. No. Also drunk people, they are just kind of like grocery bags in the wind. Right. So like if you <laughs> yeah. need to extricate yourself from a situation, you can truly, I think just like fade into the hedges, like Homer. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Without making it a big deal, the you know Homer, what I mean. I literally Homer fade. That's a good. Yeah, yeah, you can just do the Homer yeah. fade, and and most people are okay. Good night. I love it. You know, like it's just like I don't, I don't, I don't even think it needs to be a big deal. Like if you start noticing people are being annoying or that she's being annoying, I think there's like a real chill way just to be like, all right, I'm gonna head out. Cool. You have a good night. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Phone's charged yeah. enough for an Uber. See you later. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The nature of it being a road trip though is like makes it a little bit easier. If you just like lean into that angle, if you want to start boundaries of just being like, there shouldn't be like, it, it would like make me less comfortable. There was a bunch of like heavy drinking when there's going to be so much driving happening. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, how are you guys splitting that up? And like, you know, are they, if they're like hungover, can they like not help out the next day? Like, yeah, just try to yeah. be proactive about like where your resentments might be and, you know, talk about them with them. It makes sense. Yeah, that's really tough, though. Especially the only one, and, like, you're... It's just everyone else. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard, I'm, you know, but... Good on you, and, uh... I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, have day- have some daytime activities. It's, like, they if you're doing, like, this trip, like, hopefully they- there's stuff that, like, you guys can do that, like, isn't revolved around drinking and can be fun, mm-hmm. and then that way you feel like you've gotten as much out of this trip as they will have, you know? Just mm-hmm. in different ways like don't and your stuff doesn't come secondary you know yeah. yeah yeah make sure it's the trip you want yeah yeah and like yeah find some restaurants you're excited about because like that'll be fun for everybody and like if they're eating they're gonna get less drunk yeah um this is just a psa for everyone remember it alcohol is a drug don't do drugs on an empty stomach we learned that <laughs> for the movie go <laughs> <laughs> yeah always nice to eating a little something yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think you seem like a really cool friend. It sounds like this is probably just someone who gets kind of annoying when they're drunk, which is pretty common. I think it'll be fine. Just don't don't feel bad about extricating yourself. Don't even feel, I mean, yeah. yeah, I don't know what the situation is. But like if you're, aside from this vacation, like anytime you're at a party, a wedding, whatever, just leave without saying goodbye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The yeah. older I get, it's just like, no, no one needs no. to say goodbye. Homer you're gonna see them. You're gonna see them in three days, probably. You, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. So the second everyone starts getting weird, just <laughs> step back. Yep. Not my problem anymore. I'm gonna yeah. go have a nice night. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, I'm excited for you. Send us some pictures. Let us know where you went. Yeah, have a great vacay. Yeah. Have fun. And yeah, uh, yeah, that's our show. Elizabeth, now that your book is out in the world when this comes out, tell everyone where they can buy it and where they can follow you and all your stuff. It is going to be everywhere. Um, You can get it on Amazon, but I would prefer you didn't. My preference is if you you go to your local independently owned bookstore and ask them to order it for you. Or you can order it off Bookshop. Um, or I'll have copy that isn't she great if you hang around the Pacific Northwest. Um, and then in February, I will be like all around New York City selling it. <laughs> um, so I will be at Sisters Brooklyn. And then I'm doing like a few other events in Manhattan. So you can also buy it from me if you are in New York. Oh, cool. Yeah. Go see Elizabeth at one of her events. If you are in New York, that'd be super fun and be like, I heard you on Lady to Lady. And then you guys can. Yeah. If you Mm -hmm. if you do that, um, I will sign and send your book because I sent all the books of people that I meet um, and I'll give you a fatty discount. Fatty discount. Go get that fatty discount. (laughs) Use that money for a spray tan. Okay. (laughs) Get crisp. Um. Well, thank you, Elizabeth. It was great to hang out with you. Yeah, this was so nice. I'm so excited for you and for the book. And thank thanks, you. everybody, for being our best friends. BFFs. Whoa. Talk to you next <laughs> week. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Three, two, three, six, but 30. It's six, but 30 somewhere. Hey, it's the girl who called in last year about what to get bridesmaids. Uh, and bridal party for, like, wedding gifts. So I ended up getting them all fucking Stanley cups, (laughs) which was, like, I thought was really cool because kind of was an early adopter on that. Um, But now I have to say I'm a little embarrassed to carry mine around because I don't want people to think that I'm a 12-year-old that uh, tried to kill someone at Target for it. So... Um, yeah, just an update on that. Love you guys. Bye. Hi, ladies. Um, I was just listening to Raw Dog in it. Why don't you just, um, sorry, knock on their door and say, hey, I I heard you had a dog. I just had this new dog locker service. And they were excellent with my dog. My dog gets real anxious and barks all day long. Um, but they're really great about walking my dog so they don't get too loud and like give them a card to a dog walking service it's the new england passive aggressive way of doing it uh love your show hilarious like smoking weed in the garage in 13 degree weather while knitting a blanket uh keep it up talk to you later bye lady to lady is produced by katie levine Get tons of bonus content, discounted tickets for live shows, and lots more at patreon.com slash lady to lady. Follow us on Instagram at lady, the number two, lady comedy. And give your input on lady problems and get info about upcoming live shows. And hey, don't forget to follow our individual accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Babs Gray, Brand Dazzle, and Testify Barker. <laughs>